0: Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1970, 10 Ways to Reduce Your Toxic Exposure, part one, by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com, and I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now since it's the middle of the week and like I do every week, I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, appreciation can make a day, even change a life. Your willingness to put it into words is all that is necessary. Margaret Cousins. All right, now today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate. So whenever that happens, I read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. So with that, Let's get right to part one as we optimize your life. 10 Ways to Reduce Your Toxic Exposure, part one by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. I had a massive headache all weekend. My vision kept tunneling, my ears buzzing, and my throat constricting too. I nearly passed out dizzy twice. And all the while, I'm sitting here thinking, how the f- can people live in this kind of environment, day after day? This past weekend was a big wake-up call for me. I was dog-sitting for a new client while they were on vacation, and it was a hard reminder of the pervasiveness of toxic chemicals in our homes. While this was obviously the norm for this family, the chemical smells in the air were enough to trigger major symptoms for me. I could literally smell their house from outside the door. At first, I was angry finding myself feeling sick because of these people's poor choices. But then, that feeling dissolved into more sadness and disappointment. This is what's normal nowadays. It's normal to slather our bodies with perfumes and parabens. It's normal to bleach and deodorize every inch of our homes. It's normal to have a constant stream of fake fragrance in the air. I imagine most of us have homes stocked with these conventional, highly toxic products without giving it a second thought. They're swimming in a hazardous soup without realizing it. But then there are people like me, the canaries in the coal mines, who get one whiff of the stuff and are literally on the couch, unable to move. For those of you who have known me for a while, you're probably aware of my crunchy tendencies. I recycle like crazy, make my own household cleaners, and shun plastic whenever possible. However, I wasn't always like this. Before getting sick and before educating myself, I did the things everyone else was doing and bought everything everyone else was buying. I didn't give a second thought to the dangers that lurked in my cosmetics or even in my flooring. Ah, ignorance is bliss, as they say. I was this close to declaring an environmental science major back in the day, mostly after I had watched one too many, well, let's be honest, there is no such thing as too many, documentaries about pollution, illness, the food industry, and what happened to our health after the chemical revolution. And while I never ended up pursuing official schooling on this stuff, my own experiences have taught me a lot. My voracious desire for learning carried through from childhood and has given me access to so much amazing and truth be told, some heartbreaking information. And I'm grateful to have this chance to know better and do better. You're probably already aware that you are surrounded by chemicals every day. From the stain repellents on your carpets to the artificial fragrances in your candles, your home, office, and car contain millions of individual compounds that you're exposed to on a regular basis. And here's the kicker. Since the vast majority of these chemicals are so new, nobody actually knows what they're doing to us, especially over the long term. Just in the past few years, we've raised questions about what things are safe and what things aren't. And while we've eliminated a few bad ones, We're still in the dark. Here in the U.S., we have very lax regulation when it comes to consumer products and health safety. On the other hand, in the European Union, they have already banned over 1,500 chemicals from their food, cosmetics, and household good industries, nearly all of which we still allow. There is growing evidence of illness and poisoning from dozens of so-called safe ingredients in our modern marketplace, even those that are touted as green or natural. I'm sure, over the next decade, the push for safe products will increase. But many people don't even know where to begin removing toxins from their homes. Well, hopefully, this post will help. I'll just say this now. You don't need to be extreme or turn into an eco-warrior in order to make small, sustainable changes. We all want to be safe and healthy, right? Thankfully, there are several simple steps you can take to cut down your body's load of toxic chemicals. This is often called your body burden. And help yourself detoxify starting now. If you're looking for a place to start to reduce your exposure to harmful materials, here are 10 areas to explore. One, stop drinking bottled water. Not only are single-use plastic water bottles the number one polluter of our environment, they're no good for our health either. Water that sits in contact with plastic can become contaminated with petrochemicals and other endocrine disruptors. And when you think about the sheer volume of water you drink or are supposed to drink, that adds up to a lot of toxins. Pick up an awesome stainless steel or glass water bottle that you can reuse and take with you everywhere. If you're worried about water quality, invest in a home filtration system or get water from your nearest natural spring. Two, swap your cleaners. Household cleaners contain some of the most deadly and caustic ingredients on the market, and your home doesn't actually need them to be clean and smelling fresh. You can make your own cleaning products from just a few ingredients, or you can simply buy cleaners from companies that feature biodegradable, non-toxic, and sustainable products. If your cleaning supplies come with lengthy health and safety warnings on the bottle, it's time to dispose of them properly and find something else. Three. Hear that? On tomorrow's episode, you just listened to part one of the post titled 10 Ways to Reduce Your Toxic Exposure by Melanie Schwader of AbrighterWild.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors Dr. Neal here for my commentary. Going back to Melanie's point about the European Union and how they've managed to ban many toxic substances that are still available here in the US, whenever someone asks me, Dr. Neal, I've heard that such and such product is bad for my health, but I still see it being sold everywhere. How do I know if it's actually bad for me? My go-to answer is, look to see if the European Union has banned it. In this sense, Europe is the head of the United States. The way things work in the U.S. is this. A product is determined to be safe until proven otherwise. In Europe, it's the opposite. A product is determined to be unsafe until proven otherwise. So if Europe has banned a product or a chemical, it's probably for a good reason. I'll give you an example. There's a compound out there called carrageenan. It's found in many everyday household products and in our foods and even dietary supplements. So you might find it in toothpaste and ice cream and your daily multivitamin. In case you're wondering, it's made from seaweed and is used as a thickening agent. But the World Health Organization has said that carrageenan might increase the risk of developing cancer. So it's banned in the European Union, yet plentiful here in the US. And that's just one example. We'll get into more of this a little later this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll finish up the rest of this post tomorrow, so I'll definitely see you there where your optimal life awaits.